Thank you once again for tuning in to the Power 5 Podcast. We are the podcast that takes a topic and we rank it. This week on episode 83, we rank our top five college football running backs of all time. My name is Kevin, and joining me, as always, is Christian Enzyme and Todd the Pod God. And by now, everyone knows that we are all Clemson fans, and we are excited to be joined this week by sophomore running back of the Clemson Tigers, number 20, Mr. Dominique Quadzilla Thomas. Quadzilla, thank you for joining us this week, and welcome to the Power 5 Podcast. Thanks for having me. I mean, yes, obviously, sir. you gotta you, you gotta explain Quadzilla. I mean, wh- wh- what is this? <laughs> well, I got that name when I got to Clemson. Like it was about my second week here. We started Matt drills, and um, on the second day of Matt drills, I got the All In award. Like it's just like somebody who's working really hard, winning a lot of competitions, and you get a little poker chip because we're at Clemson. We're all in. So when Coach Sweeney called me up to give me the award. He said, where's Quadzilla? And everybody knew what I was talking about because they were always talking about how big my legs were. And I've just been Quadzilla ever since that day. Hey guys, for those listening, his quads are taking up the entire screen. I can't even see anything above these quads, guys. They're so these are- big. <laughs> hey, speaking of speaking of quads, you know, Christian right here, Christian's got a 550-pound squat. Um, yeah, they actually yeah, call me some- Christian the quad god. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> oh, man. Kidding. I'm more of a loud guy in the ab guy's world. Hey, we're excited to have you, man. Originally from Alabama, obviously you transferred into Clemson and awarded a scholarship at the beginning of the season, right? I mean, that, that had to be a, a huge honor and something that you and your family were very excited about. Yeah, um, we were very excited. You know, um, as was the plan since I've gotten here. I just – I didn't think it would happen before I even played my first game, but, I mean, it did, and I – I talked to Coach Sweeney during the spring, and he told me everything that I needed to do to get a scholarship. And the day before I got the scholarship, he told me I had done all of those things. And it's crazy how that lined up that the next day I got the scholarship. Let me ask you this real quick. I don't know if somebody's behind you watching TV, but it's going to come up. That TV that you got on in the background is going to come up pretty loud on the podcast. Is there any way it can be muted? Is there a pot? Is somebody got on a TV? Uh, I, I'll go check. Really quick. Somebody's uh, got on a TV. Hey, you, you know what? It might be in my house. Let me <laughs> Todd's over here watching. Todd's like, oh. That is crazy. Hey, 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 Dominique, that's guest. one of those ghosts, right? That's one of those ghosts that you saw, right? It might be. <laughs> tell, us more, it, tell us more. We're intrigued. None of the yeah. other players believe me, but, I mean, I, I promise that happened. <laughs> so Wait, what? Tell us more. Hold on, hold on, guys. Hold on. My my bad. So there was a there was a college football the college Clemson football account on Twitter when they were leaving practice asked them if they believed in ghosts and Dominique told a story about an encounter he had with a ghost. So enlighten my pod friends, Dominique. <laughs> Please do, Tom. So this was in about ninth grade, and I had a friend. Uh, we would we would Facetime all the time, like every night, and um, she had been telling me that she thought our house was haunted. Like, it, it was a pretty old house. They had, like, a bunch of old antique, like, statues and everything in there. And she said she thought they were possessed. And she told me that she'd wake up and her curtains would be messed up, like the railing would be on the ground, cups would be misplaced, everything, like, stuff would be missing. And then one night, um, I was up playing the game, 
and she had fell asleep, but I didn't hang up. And I heard her snoring. And at that same time, I heard something like it whispered, it was like, hey. And then I was like, yeah, bad. <laughs> she's talking about. Oh, that's Yo. and paranormal activity over here, man. Through FaceTime. Yeah, I did not go back to her house. <laughs> <laughs> I would not have gone either. Never. Did you ghost her? Is it safe to say? Uh, I didn't. I didn't go back over there because I was like, yeah, I'm. I'm not gonna miss that. Christian, you may you may end up walking off the pod, man, because I mean I know you're a little scaredy cat. You know you're supposed to be watching Terrifier and Terrifier Two, but recently just decided that you didn't want to want to. Kevin, listen, I you know I've been the biggest proponent of Art the Clown. Dominic, have you heard of this movie Terrifier Two? Yeah, I did watch it. Oh, you watched it? Let's do a quick review. Did you throw up? Did you barf? Did you pass out? Are you still here? I I didn't do any of that. I was. (laughs) I was confused, honestly. I, I I had never seen the first one, and I was like, right. why isn't he saying anything? He's not smiling, slapping <laughs> people, doing all this other stuff. So it was kind but of the whole funny. time. There's no he doesn't talk. No, he doesn't say anything. Not he, one word at all. No, he's silent. He's a mime. So okay, I guess I'm being challenged now since Dominique has seen two. My goal here for the before the end of the year. Maybe it's a Christmas movie with the family. We watch Terrifier 1, Terrifier 2. Maybe we go back to the original. I think there's like a prequel, uh, All Hallows' Eve, where Art the Clown is introduced. I'm just going to do a whole marathon. <laughs> I think it's all talk. <laughs> it is right now, but you know, I promise you, Todd, if you'll sit with me, hold my hand, eat some popcorn, maybe some hot nachos, we'll do it, buddy. I got you. I'll be in town next Wednesday. <laughs> Perfect. We'll see you there, Art. <laughs> Oh, that's crazy, man. Good stuff. Good Ghost, stuff. Terrifier. Let's go. Hey, let's get right to the lightning round. Let's do Dominique, it. Dominique, so I'm going to just fire some questions your way, man. Some some lighthearted questions. I want you to try to answer them as fast as you possibly can. No explanation, just top of the mind. You ready? Yeah. All right, here we go. Celebrity crush. Celebrity crush. Uh, Rihanna. Best hey. basketball player Solid. on the football team. Me. Oh, <laughs> there we go. There we go. Biggest eater on the team. Uh, Rook Aroro. Oh. Who wins Rook. a fight between Wes Goodwin in his heyday and Mike Tyson today? <laughs> I'm Mike Tyson. <laughs> All right. The, la- the last TV show you watched? Um, Family Guy. Yeah. What is your favorite cereal? Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Oh, the only go. answer. The only answer. You drink the milk, right? <laughs> of course you do. Ah, Colin, eat it. Hey, who's the weirdest person? Who's the weirdest person in the world? Keith Adams. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta, you gotta, you gotta give me some more on that one. Keith, Keith is a character. Nah, he, he's a unique person. All right. But, when he first got here, I was like, man, this is about to be my partner in my career here. And I was like, yeah, this, <laughs> this is different. All right. All right. <laughs> Who's the best rapper of all time? Lil Wayne. Hey. Favorite that- Taylor Swift song? I don't know any. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. Hey, do you Todd. That's right. Maddie Kroll's not going to like that. All right. <laughs> what is your favorite Christmas movie? Uh, Home Alone. Yes. Let's yes. go. Let's go. The right answer there. Your favorite Christmas song? 
Probably this Christmas. That's a good one. Favorite little Debbie cake? Uh, I'd say oatmeal cream pie. I guess. Oh, classic! Oh yeah! Classic. Oh yeah! Love who's it. gonna Who's gonna win the Super Bowl this year? I don't know. I don't know if they will. I'm I'm a Saquon fan. I, I want the Giants to win. Okay. All right. Wasn't expecting that. Besides Clemson, who's got the best looking college football uniform? I've always liked Oregon's uniforms, like when I was little, just because they have so many. I've always liked their uniform. Yeah, they got like 97 of them. Mm. <laughs> All right. What's your favorite fast food restaurant and what's your order there? Um, fast food, Chick fil A. I always get the large chicken sandwich combo with the lemonade and Chick fil A. Mm. That's what I'm talking about. Love it. Love All it. Right. All right. Here we go. Moser Chipotle. Chipotle. Mm, Coke or Pepsi? I would say Coke. I, I haven't had a soda since fifth grade. That's impressive. Oh, my That's impressive. Yeah. Wow. That's impressive. Look at this. I haven't had a carb in 15 years. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you, even, you even got those uh, sleeves altered to show off the guns, though, right there. Heck yeah. I mean, I have, you know, since Quadzilla's here, I have to kind of show off a little bit of the bicep piece. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, video games or TV? I don't, I don't even play the game anymore. Honestly, I don't, I don't watch TV. I really watch, I watch a lot of YouTube. Honestly, look at these, man. I mean, Dabo's got all the boys focused on being the best, absolute best versions of themselves, working to better themselves in every way. Saying the heck with TV, the heck with video games, the heck with soda. We're only gonna get at one chicken sandwich at Chick Fil A. I mean, fellas, obviously, Quadzilla knows what's up. He passed the lightning round with flying colors, man, crushing it as always. How about that? Yes, sir. That was great. That's probably the best lightning round anyone's ever done. Most people oh. are like explaining their answers, right? <laughs> yeah, I would totally was. give you That's the number one <laughs> ranking on that one, definitely. Oh yeah, yeah it's the not even, so lightning round. Yeah, we can actually throw in All some right. background music uh, during. <laughs> I the like that. Round Maybe a little Jeopardy right uh, action or something. That's right. Hey, speaking of lightning, best running backs of all time, possibly CJ Spiller getting ranked tonight. We'll see. Hey, we'll see, coach. guys. We'll see. Are we, uh, are we ready to get into the rankings? Yeah, tonight? let's do it, Christian. Let's lead us off, buddy. All right, let's do it, guys. Top five college running backs. Let's go. Number five. All right, y'all. We are ranking our top five college running backs tonight with a Clemson running back. What an awesome night. We're so stoked to have Dominique on the pod. But guys, what I want to do first is tell you my criteria, because this could go a lot of different ways. Okay. Now I was talking to Enzyme a little bit today. We were talking about these like all time great goats and you could go to the internet right now and type this in, but we are doing our own personal top five. So for my criteria, okay, I'm 36 years old, was born in 86. I had to have watched these players in college to truly give them the respect. Now I've done my research. Okay. So it's going to be all good, but the majority of my players are most most likely going to come from the BCS era. Um, maybe some some more recent names, but just going to go ahead and tell you that. So set my criteria. Coming off the board with number five is none other than Texas Longhorns running back from 95 to 98, Mr. Ricky Williams, ladies and gentlemen. Now, Todd knows him because we're big Dolphins fans, right? Absolutely. So he spent, some, he spent some time in college as well as in the NFL. But guys, listen to these stats, okay? 
This guy had over 6,279 yards rushing, 72 touchdowns. Okay, now granted, he played from 95 to 98. A lot of the guys these days maybe don't play that long. But tell me another running back who had that many rushing touchdowns. He also had 85 receptions, almost 1,000 yards receiving with three touchdowns over the course of his career again i think everybody can remember that bcs era playing for those texas longhorns teams that that was really when i started watching college i was i kind of grew up in a pro style family if that makes sense um so didn't really get into the college athletics until i started kind of getting into my early teens things of that nature uh, but everybody knows ricky williams a stud both in college and even had a really good NFL career as well. I think he's one of only three players to have, uh, I think, over 6,000 yards in both college and the NFL. So uh, coming at number five, give me Mr. Ricky Williams from Texas Longhorns, guys. What do you think about that? Hook them horns. Solid pig. I love your Hook pig, Bear. Hook them right horns. On. Ricky, Ricky Williams, baby. Hey, he wants all the smoke. Hey, yeah. talking about stats, <laughs> fun fact about Ricky Williams – Ricky Williams, Marcus Allen, and Ron Dane are the only three college um, running backs to have 12 games of 200 yards or more. How about that? I knew he was an elite company. So 12. Wow. Definitely had to make uh, make my list there at number five. Enzyme coming in with some deep cut facts right there. I like it. Deep. Love hey, that. I love some love football, that. baby. Let's do it. All, All right, right Dominique, so Dominique, you up, brother. Give us your number five. My number five, I mean, y'all, y'all might think I'm biased. Y'all might also be biased, but I like I like CJ Spiller at number five. Let's go. Let's go, CJ. Oh, he's coming back around. What a pick. You don't you don't like, need to apologize or explain <laughs> yourself. I like Coach Spiller at five just because, I mean, like he was an electric player. Um, he did it on special teams, did it in the passing game, caught the ball very well out of the backfield and was – as fast as you as you need to be, and lightning, baby. Yeah, I love Coach Spiller. I mean, CJ Spiller like put Clemson on the national map, right? I mean, like after oh, nineteen eighty one, only Kevin was around in the eighty one championship. So for all of us, uh, just kidding, Jared Todd. But but really, like, just remember what CJ did, even in those years where we you know, still had barely above 500 records. I mean, CJ was the man on all sides, special teams, you name it. He was a threat to run it back for a touchdown, explosive out on the edges. I mean, he set the tone for where we are today. I mean, he's one of those guys who, you know, is he's a Hall of Fame guy. So, I mean, that, that was just one of those guys you could hand the ball to and say, win the game, and then he would win the game, Georgia Tech. Right, right. And Dominique's sitting here learning under him right now. I mean, how amazing that is. He's on the sidelines as a coach now. I mean, yeah, that's – Coach Spiller is exactly what I needed. Like, you know, he's done everything that I I want to do. Like, he was a great college player, top ten draft pick, and had played eight or nine years in the NFL. And he's just been a very good mentor to me and all the other running backs and just telling us about, I mean, life in general and life as a football player, life as an NFL football player. And yeah, it's just, it's just perfect for, for me. That's awesome, man. I love that. Can't wait to hear his name again because I think he's going to be on some lists. <laughs> That's awesome. Hey, number three for me, before I jump in there, I just want to give my criteria. Really, my criteria was just they had to play during my lifetime. Although one of them I don't really remember because I was so young, but 
you know, you said you'll hear CJ's name on these lists. I was going to take him at number five because I wanted the opportunity to take him before anyone else did. I thought he might be a little higher on some other lists, but man, what a guy, right? Was it Clemson from 06 to 09? I mean, rushing the ball, threw some touchdown passes, you know, returned kickoffs, returned punts, caught touchdown passes, you know, just scored every way that you can. And man, it was just so electric, you know, it was so fun to go watch those teams with him on there because, you know, anytime he touched the ball, he could potentially take it to the house. So CJ Spiller at number five for me. There you go. CJ is the man. Love the pick. Love the pick. Love it. Always love the pick. All right. My criteria was similar to all you guys. Um, I tried to pick out some people who there's only one on my list that maybe didn't play in my lifetime or I never actually watched play in college, but I couldn't leave them off. Um, the rest of them I have seen play or I know about them and me being a running back myself, I never made it to an elite level like Dominique or any of those other guys did. But um, I, I truly love the style of the running that they did and the hardcoreness of these running backs. My first pick coming in at number five is a former Clemson running back. And not many people are going to remember this guy. He was in the uh, late 80s, uh, early 90s. He goes by the name of Terry Allen. This was a guy who came before Clemson was really on the on the map. They they were not they were not really producing super solidly, but Terry Allen would come in with multiple hundred yard games, multiple thousand yard rushing seasons, and uh, he got drafted by the Redskins in the second round when he was drafted. And most of these guys that I picked, I left this off. They had to play at least three seasons or more because, you know, sorry, O.J. Simpson, you only played two seasons. Sorry, Barry Sanders, you only had one real good season at Oklahoma State because you were overshadowed by Thurman Thomas. But, you know, whatever. But you had to have four or three solid good seasons. Coming in at number five for me is Terry Allen. Terry Allen, no relation to Jared Allen? Zero relation, unfortunately. <laughs> Off the grid, man, but I love the pick because I definitely remember Terry Allen. And I was – I think everybody that was a Clemson fan back in the early 90s was a Redskins fan for a brief moment, right, when he got drafted. For a brief moment, everybody was suddenly Washington Redskins. That's I mean, right. commanders. <laughs> That's right. All right, guys, here we go. Similar criteria as y'all, like – I don't necessarily know that my five guys are the best running backs of all time, but, man, they are the strongest in my lifetime. With the exception of one, uh, similar to you guys, every single list I looked at had Herschel Walker on it as number one, but I didn't I didn't ever get to see Herschel Walker. I don't remember anything about Herschel Walker. I did watch his 30 for 30. That was solid, right? But So Herschel Walker is not going to be making my list, even though rightfully so. He probably deserves to be on the top five tonight. But, yeah, just – just guys that I remember just dominating the game and really just impacting the game to where they just – they have a concrete place in my mind, man. And coming in at number five, guys, we got none other none other than the Arkansas Razorback, part of the Houston Nut era, drafted fourth overall by the Oakland Raiders back in 2008, a two-time Heisman finalist, elected to the 2019 College Football Hall of Fame. None other than Darren McFadden. 49 touchdowns in his career, guys. Seven of those were passing. Just absolutely annihilated the Gamecocks. That's always going to be a winner for us. Always. 4,600 yards total on the ground. That does not include anything that he was catching out of the backfield. I mean, just dominated his game, man. And listen, 
he was sharing the backfield with Felix Jones, and he still got 49 touchdowns, and he still got 4,600 yards. The dude just absolutely dominated the SEC when he was playing. Darren McFadden, number five. Dude, Big dude run was a stud. DMC, baby. They called him Run DMC back in the day. That, <laughs> that That's right. Was he, he was on. He bruiser. was bruiser. Wasn't he on a cover of the video game, the college yeah. football game at one point? Uh, I hope they're bringing that back like I heard. But you know what? The one thing he couldn't do was beat Todd's favorite, Mr. Timothy Tebow. Am I right? That's right. <laughs> Those Florida games <laughs> with Oscar Urban Meyer over there. Those were the only thing that kept them. I mean, remember that. Was that the last time Arkansas was in the SEC championship, like 2006? Probably was, wasn't it? Because uh, I don't think they've been back. No, uh, it's been a while. No idea. Pretty wild. Good pick there. All right, guys. Number four. All right, y'all coming in at number four here. You've heard the name already, but let's do it again. None other than Mr. CJ Spiller, 06 to 09. So, you know, I'm a 08 Clemson grad. So he was actually there during the heart of, of my time at Clemson, which makes that more unique and special. Over 3,500 yards rushing, 32 TDs. But I love what I see here, 11 receiving touchdowns and about 1,500 yards and over 2,600 return yards and eight touchdowns. When you look at these lists of other running backs, nobody was doing it on those three stages the way that CJ was, especially during that time. So elite. You know, number two in ACC history in yards from scrimmage and total touchdowns. Uh, NCAA's all-time leader with seven kickoff return touchdowns. How about that little nugget? You know, I think Travis Cetn came in and, you know, stayed for his whole time and, you know, took some of those records probably. But, you know, CJ, I feel like, was that dude, you know, that really kind of started this and set the groundwork for who we are today. And folks like Dominique and Ship and Moffa and all these cats. So love to see it. CJ Spiller, number four. So my number four, I'm going to go with Adrian Peterson. Um, I just love his style. You know, he's a big guy, physical runner. And super fast, and yeah, I was just watching watching his film is really impressive. You know, I didn't watch much of him when I was that age, but going back and just studying running backs now, it just made me feel like he he deserved to be in the top five. Great I pick. love that. Yeah, yeah solid great pick. pick. It's coming back, and I I just want to say shout out respect to to Dominique here because he's talking about guys that when he was really young, we're playing. And it just makes me feel old because me and Adrian Peterson started college at the same time. So uh, really <laughs> love to see that, but love the respect for guys like that. I mean, talk about what he did, especially in that BCS era. And he did it at both levels, guys. I mean, somebody would pick him up today. Is he on a roster today in the NFL or did he officially hang it up? Because I feel like somebody at like 36 would still give him the keys to their backfield today right <laughs> he is not a on a roster but i'm pretty sure that todd drafted him first in his fantasy draft <laughs> oh 100 that's right he's definitely out in free agency or fully retired i don't know but the cat was awesome number four for me i'm gonna go back even though jared was was casting a little shade towards this guy and the amount of time he was in college i'm gonna pick barry sanders at number four for me Man, just electric to watch the guy run. He was at Oklahoma State from 86 to 88. Set 34 college records while he was there. In his last game, rushed for 222 yards and had five TDs, none of which counted because of the rules with bowl games at that time, and those stats didn't count for a lot of these guys. So you can imagine, I mean, some of them in three or four years would have had another 500 yards or so. 
And so, um, man, Barry Sanders at number four for me. Love not, the pick. Yeah. And I had pick. the jersey too. So growing up, so I didn't get to wow. watch him in college because I was born in 86, but had his Detroit Lions jersey, had his Nike shoe that came out in the 90s. It was a sweet little slide on Nike at the time. It was a, a legit like turf type shoe. But man, I was all about some Barry Sanders in the 90s. You know, had Barry Sanders not been overshadowed in at Oklahoma State by Thurman Thomas, I mean, he could have been easily a 10,000 yard career back. One of the things I also appreciate, too, I just appreciate a guy that's willing just to hang it up, you know, at the end of his career on his own timeline, right? He didn't wait for anybody else to push him out of the league. He just kind of said, hey, I'm good, guys, and just, you know, dipped. And so I appreciate that as well. Yeah, he he wasn't like Christian McCaffrey, you know, sitting out bowl games, right? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah, people didn't sit out bowl games like that. All right, guys, coming in at number four for me, uh, great minds think alike, Dominique. I got Adrian Peterson from the University of Oklahoma. Not only was this cat big and, and and just thick, the cat was fast. He could run super fast as well. And, and despite all of, you know, he had a very injury-plagued career outside of being injured. But he still had 42 touchdowns. He averaged 5.4 yards of carry. And then in he, he uh, his senior year, he had 1,925 yards alone. This cat rushed for multiple 100-yard games. Adrian Peterson, number four. AP, can't beat it. All right. This one is the second time that he's been mentioned. Mr. Eric Lynn Ricky Williams, Mm. San Diego product, Texas Longhorn guys, hook them. Say it with me. 75 touchdowns. 75 touchdowns. Hey, here's a here's a unique fact that you didn't know about Ricky Williams. We all know he's a great running back. We all know what he advocates for now. We all know, man, just the product that he used to put on the field. He actually works for the Longhorn Network now, and he's a vegetarian. I didn't know that. So maybe this is three things that you didn't know about Mr. Ricky Williams. Y'all, did you know this? While he was in college, he also played baseball for the Phillies farm system for four years. Did you know that? Well, as a, no as a diehard that. Phillies fan, of course I did, Kev. I had no clue. That's <laughs> I had no clue. right there, man. Dude, I mean, you kidding me? Ricky Williams playing some double-A baseball during the summer before fall camp or something? I mean, what in the world's going on here? But just a stud athlete, wow. very stud. deserving for a, a top-five pick, Ricky Williams, number four. Great pick, Kev. Number three. All right, guys, coming in at number three, what I thought I would do is give you all a little wisdom tonight. So for my number three, I'm going to tell you three things that you need to get rid of in your life. Are you ready for this? Number three, negativity. Ain't nobody got time for that. Number two, people-pleasing. Todd, I can't please you anymore, buddy. And number one, excuses. No excuses. So back to the regularly scheduled programming. My number three is none other than Darren McFadden. We've already heard it, so I didn't want to repeat too much. I wanted to give the people listening some life lessons. But as you guys heard, we talked about Darren McFadden. He's actually, I believe this is still factual, his 4,600 yards is number two all-time in the SEC, only to Herschel Walker out of Georgia. Um, so again, you know, Herschel would have been on my list, but I didn't actually watch him play. So a guy like Darren McFadden, 05 to 07, 4,600 yards, 41 touchdowns, also, you know, 46 receptions, 365 yards, two TDs receiving, you know, 
We talked about it. Run DMC came up short to Troy Smith in the Heisman voting in 06 and Tim Tebow in 07. So back-to-back years, the guy was a stud. Again, they didn't beat that Florida Gators team, but he helped get that Arkansas Razorbacks team to that SEC championship game. And of course, you go up against the dynasty with Urban Meyer those years. What are you going to do? But this guy was a was a boss, man. I mean, there's you get yourself on a video game cover. You know you're doing something right. Give me that sweet pig, Arkansas, baby. Go Hogs. Go Sam Pittman, ladies and gentlemen, Darren McFadden at number three. So, Never go wrong with wearing DMC. You can't. You can't. Walk this way, Jerry. You know, I didn't expect to hear him on a, another list tonight, so I'm a little bit surprised, but I'm excited about it. Yeah. You know I'm it. excited, Christian. <laughs> Pass the mashed potatoes. All right, so he's like, I don't know what to do with that. Don't worry, he'll he'll edit that out. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, so for my number three, um, I'm going with Marshall Falk. Oh, Um, solid. Yes, dude. Man, I mean, I'm just like, I'm I'm a big film guy. You know, I mean. People always compare stats and this and how long somebody played and stuff like that. But if you just turn on the film, it just speaks for itself. You know, I watched uh, the football life on Marshall Falk and just showed, like, his player IQ. You know, Peyton Manning uh, said Marshall Falk is the smartest player that he's ever played with. You know, he studies the game and he would make pre-snap reads. Um, And I actually – Stole some of his his tricks, like manipulating the defense with his eyes before the play. Like he looked some plays, he looked exactly where the ball was going. Some plays, he looked away, just mixing it up. And you know, I I, I started to do that too. Solid pick and that's way great. to take way to Love take that. a move and improve on it. That's that's awesome. Oh yeah, I, I will I mean, say this. You know, Marshall Marshall Falk's not going to make my list tonight. He was on my possibility list you know he's on my cutting room floor but the only thing i got to say about marshall falk other than all the good stuff that you said was those san diego state aztec uniforms and helmets were horrible my goodness man what <laughs> they the were way bad back then that? they did yeah. not make your top five Kevin. man they? it was like like a bolt it was like bowling ball finish or something on that helmet <laughs> a light know, like, glaze i believe i don't know what that was, <laughs> man. It, was it was terrible it was like a giant jawbreaker or something i don't know man but they did retire his his number there at san diego state 28 right, right? Yeah. yep they yeah. sure did the number number two overall draft pick i think oh he was uh, he finished like top 10 heisman voting Especially to be from, you know, San Diego State, you know, you're not yeah, getting no. looks like the other schools. I mean, I think that's why we probably I didn't probably appreciate him until he got to the league, you know, with the Colts and then with the Rams as well. But talk about longevity and the career he had and, you know, love to hear that. Love to see him on yeah. the list. I did not think about him tonight. That was off the grid. I think um, the reason he went to San Diego State was because he said LSU and Georgia all those schools, like back then, they wanted if a smaller, if a running back was smaller, they try to move him to DB. And he said all of those uh, bigger schools, they were all planning on moving him to DB. And then he took his uh, last visit to San Diego, San Diego State, and they said he could be running back. How about that? I mean, he knew himself, right? And that helped yeah. his entire career. So, yeah. but the real reason was he took 
visits to Georgia and Alabama and everywhere in September when it was a thousand degrees <laughs> and smoking hot. And then he took another one out to San Diego and he felt that nice ocean breeze. <laughs> right. Like, Oh yeah. I like this. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. So, so for me, number three, this, this kind of hurts my heart a little bit to pick living in the Metro Atlanta area, man. I, hear a lot about this guy all the time. I'm going to take Herschel Walker at number three. Man, mad respect for him. Uh, he played at Georgia from 80 to 82. I don't really remember uh, him him playing uh, during that time. I was alive. I was five when he started there. Man, how do you not have a respect for a guy who had f- over 5,000 rushing yards, 49 touchdowns? I didn't know this till today. As a freshman, he finished third in the Heisman voting. As a sophomore, he finished second in the Heisman voting, and then he finally won it the third year. So I guess third time was a charm for him. Uh, but, man, mad respect for that guy and just the the job that he did on 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 the, the gridiron. And, and, man, just so so amazed by his ability. And just watching old film of him is is awesome. And although I get a lot of grief from my Georgia, Georgia fans, I do love Herschel Walker and what he did. Todd. We, we, the, you know, the rules of the pod, we don't get political. How dare you bring a politician into this? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> now I will say if we could get rid of those ads, I will remove them from the list, make it number one, whatever we got to do. All right. Uh, all right. Those Fair ads enough. on Fair both, both sides. Solid pick. Solid pick. <laughs> Great pick. Yeah. Love it, Todd. Great pick. As those of us who are Clemson fans, it's hard to give Georgia or South Carolina anything, but Herschel deserves the respect. So definitely. All right, coming in for number three at me, this is the pick that um, I probably never saw play in college because I was too young, but I couldn't leave him off the list because I would pick him to be on my team. Um, the The guy that I'm picking is straight out of the University of Southern California. He started out as a fullback there, blocking for one of the another, you know, great back, Charles White. But then when he came back his sophomore year, and he was the running back, not at fullback. He was the tailback. He became college football's first 2,000-yard rusher, finished that season with 2,342 yards and averaged 5.6 yards per carry. It is none other than Marcus Allen, the great Marcus Allen. He finished his career with 4,664 yards, 5,232 total, and 46 touchdowns. So, also – Deep cut knowledge for you here. Allen has also the distinction of being the only player in football history to have won a Heisman, a Natty, a Super Bowl, and be named NFL MVP and Super Bowl MVP. So right on, baby. Number three, Marcus Allen. And hey. he was the the national player of the year in high school. So he oh. add that to the list. Oh, wow. Got it all. Oh, look at Dominique yeah. coming with the deep cut knowledge there. <laughs> Dropping nuggets. Yeah, well, he actually came in. He was one of our motivational speakers during fall camp. So, you know, cool. I, nice. I got to meet him and pick his brain. And yeah, it was just, it, that was just a great opportunity. Very like, nice. I love that. Still, and you guys know good. I'm a big Trojans fan, you know, with all transparency. Before I became a Clemson fan and went to Clemson, I, my heyday, you know, is USC with the Red. Bush era, Matt Liner, and those teams. But, you know, big props to Marcus Allen. It's so funny, right? Jared picking the all Allen team here tonight. Is that, Jared, why you played running back at the Citadel? Because you were like, my last name's Allen. I feel like that's my niche right there. Yeah, you know, growing play up, back. there's all the Allens that played football. They were either running backs or D-backs. 
So all through high school, I was a running back and a D back. And then in college, I was a running back. I just tried to go with that Allen theme, you know, where other than <laughs> Davis, who is the Waho tight end, he's always open, you know, um, no relation with Davis either, but you know, whatever. <laughs> I like it. I like hey, it. We're, great pick. We, yeah, man. Great pick. Definitely deserving. I'm staying right there at SC as well with number three. I'm going Reggie Bush. Guys, I just remember Solid. him dominating, man. You know, what a what a backfield with Matt Line at Reggie Bush, Lindell White guys. Didn't didn't accumulate the stats quite like some of the other guys, but when he was playing, regardless of improper benefits and all that, man, dude was just a baller, right? I mean, he finished with 3,100 yards, 42 touchdowns. Second overall pick back in 06 of the Saints. Didn't necessarily have an illustrious NFL career, but I think he did. I think he was an all-pro selection as a returner at some point in time during his NFL career. But SC was just so good during those Pete Carroll years, and everybody remembers that crazy Rose Bowl game, right? Mm. Vince Young in Vince Texas Young. Edged, mm. edged him out. Reggie Bush didn't play, didn't play great that game, actually, but – Man, just what a what a running back! Uh, I will forever remember the big two one playing for Southern Cal, Reggie Bush. Listen, Kevin, you know near and dear to my heart. You know I've got an autographed Reggie Bush helmet. I actually have a painting my brother got me when he went to L.A. If y'all remember that game where they played UCLA and he did that like awesome move into the end zone that he scored a touchdown on. It's like an iconic photo somebody actually painted that, and I have it. I'll have to show it to you at some point. But love that pick, and you know the. The connection to the podcast here, Reggie Bush used to be with none other than Kim Kardashian, who, if you guys know Todd here, <laughs> they both go to the same waxer, right, Todd? He's got that shiny dome. 100%. Absolutely. <laughs> and he also does great Wendy's commercials that Reggie Bush does. Uh, that my new favorite one. Where he's like, look at you, you know, wearing that Reg shirt. He's like, it's just a standard company shirt, Reg. And he's like, look at you being modest. He's like, thanks, Rich. I know, but he actually had a Wendy's breakfast sandwich. I did, and it was not good. I will say (laughs) their French toast sticks were not bad, but the breakfast sandwich. But here's what they do on their breakfast sandwiches: they just douse it with honey and put it in the microwave. (laughs) You know what we need to do? We need to be more like Dominique and not eat fast food anymore. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. But my love handles, I just love them. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, I have a breaking news announcement. Okay. It is time for the halftime hot seat with Todd, the pod God. Kevin, I'm going to need this is the very first time we've ever done this, Dominique. So you're special tonight. Todd, I'm going to ask you questions for two minutes. You have to answer them. Some may be personal. I need Kevin to set his phone timer for two minutes because I'm going to be coming in hot. And I want us to make sure we still have time for our twos and ones. Okay. So it is time for halftime hot seat. Todd, are you ready? How are you feeling, buddy? I'm nervous as heck. <laughs> well, I can see sweat <laughs> dripping from your perfect dome. All uh, right. Kevin, tell me when you're ready. All right. Three, two, one, go. All right, Todd. How much did you pay for one Taylor Swift ticket? Uh, $99. You lucky dog. They're going for 95000 All right. Uh, what is your least favorite dish that you've had for Thanksgiving? And you don't have to say who makes it, but what are you not putting on your plate, Todd? Cranberry sauce. Night cranberry sauce ever. out of the can. And what does the cranberry sauce sound like when it comes out of the can? It just makes a plopping noise. Can you make that noise for me? Uh, no, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> okay. At least you tried. Okay, Todd, how long have you been bald? 
Since 2010. Oh, wow. So going on 12 years. Um, uh, what is the name of your waxer? But <laughs> uh, like, who does your shaved head? I mean, uh, oh, uh, me. <laughs> oh, wow. You do that by yourself? How? Yep. That's incredible. Shout out to Kim K. All right. What Manscaped. is. <laughs> What is Mrs. Lawless's nickname for you? Does Ooh, she can't, sh- can't share that on the air. You can't. Can you give us a PG version? PG-13. Uh, the pod dog. Yes, that's it. 100%. Okay, all right, fair enough. Fair enough, Todd. Do you, in fact, like or hate that nickname? <laughs> oh, I love it. He loves it. All right, good. You're a ham. Eat it up. Uh, listen, why are you a Dodger fan? I'm a Dodger fan because Daryl Strawberry. I was a fan of players more than teams at, at the time. He got traded to the Dodgers, and for whatever reason, it stuck. Respect. I'll take it. What is your biggest fear or phobia? My biggest fear. Ooh. Uh, my biggest fear is this losing right now? to the Gamecocks. <laughs> the halftime hot seat. Uh, this is going to be like super, like uh, failing. Ten seconds. Next question. Come on. I got one. Bucket list concert. Bucket list concert. Ooh. uh, Probably like NWA back in 89. Let's go. Hey. Todd, you survived the hot seat. I had one more answer. Pearl Jam. And it was, do you you know what a homophone is? But I'm not going to ask you that. It's kind (laughs) of. Ask Dominique. Ask Dominique. Dominique, what is a, is it homophone or homophone? It's a homophone. Do you know what a homophone is, Dominique? No. Jared's like, I'm not answering that even if I know. <laughs> is that a is that an instrument? No, I no, wish it was. No, Jared, no. can you give us an example of a homophone? A homophone. Hole, hole, there, there, and there. <laughs> the go-to. Hole and hole. Right. So I dig he's a got hole, a hole in his head. And I got a whole pizza. I got a whole pizza. Shit. Two so words the, that sound alike, spelled differently. I'm assuming that's not being taught. I, I don't remember that either. It's uh, obviously not being that. taught anywhere. It was only taught <laughs> from 93 to 2000 because uh, whatever. Todd, you survived the hot seat, buddy. I, I fully I expect texting 101 to be a college credit at some point in time, right? Absolutely. <laughs> Things that matter, folks. All right, guys, that was fun. Let's get back into number two. Number two. All right, guys. Number two. Did you guys ever watch that show with Nick Lachey and Jessica Simpson? Did anybody watch that? It was called Absolutely. Newlyweds. Absolutely. The Chicken of the Sea. The Chicken of the Sea. So y'all remember that Nick Lachey was a big Southern Cal Trojans fan. He used to rock the Trojans polos, the Trojans hats. That maybe is why I was like into that. A big 98 degrees guy. Just kidding. Insane. But anyway, he was watching football games on that show when this guy, my number two, was in his prime. And my number two pick was none other than Adrian Peterson, Oklahoma, 04 to 06. So this, again, is me starting my college career. Adrian starting his, Mr. AP, you know, over 4,000 yards from scrimmage, 41 touchdowns. You know, BCS version of Herschel Walker is what they call him, or Bo Jackson, if you want to compare those. I don't know if y'all remember this, but in one of the, the games that was played, I think, against USC, Nick Lachey was screaming at the TV, Peterson, Peterson. You guys probably don't know that, but I was a big newlyweds guy at the time, and I remember that vividly. He was so big in college at that point that Nick Lachey had to yell his name on the screen, ladies and gentlemen. So give me Mr. AP. Not only did he have a great uh, college career, but a great NFL career as well. I'll, I'll get on that guy's back and let him run for miles, ladies and gentlemen. Adrian Peterson, number two. 
I love the fact you didn't come with any stats. You just talked about the fact that he was on newlyweds. <laughs> uh, you you obviously didn't listen. That was the TV most important shows. stat. Right. <laughs> one of the first reality TV shows. Fun fact about Adrian yeah. Peterson, in 31 games, he scored a total of 42 touchdowns. But who's 40. counting, right? Because he's on the hey, I am. He's great. <laughs> All right, Dom, number two. I mean, yep, two. Yeah, my number two is – Gonna be Herschel Walker because he dominated the game as a freshman. I don't know if y'all have ever seen it, but the SEC stories documentary of Herschel Walker shows when he was a, a kid and he was really unathletic and he he used to get bullied and then he used to race a train. Yeah, like every day for a summer he, he raced a train until he beat it. And then he used to uh, do a thousand push-ups and a thousand sit-ups every day. And um, I actually watched that documentary when I was in fourth grade and I started doing the same thing. My, my dad showed me that and told me that's how hard you got to work if you want to be a great player and, and, and be like that one day. So you know, I started doing the same thing. How about Solid that? Pick. How about Love that? I, I have to say this because I do this on every show, Dominique. Walker, I barely know him. But <laughs> what I want to say is that I actually heard that growing up about thousand pushups, thousand sit-ups. I used to do a hundred pushups and a hundred sit-ups growing up. And that was at my max. Like, and beyond that, my body was like freaking out, you know, unnecessary muscle twitches. I couldn't do any more, but that to me was like, man, look up to a guy like that. Who's able to do that. And, and look what he did in the sec and man, what a, what a career he had. So Dominique, have you outran a train? I didn't race a train. That was, that was the only thing I, I didn't do. Hey, speaking it. of super athletes who can do a thousand push ups and a thousand sit ups, Mr. Colleen Thompson joining <laughs> us on the pod. A little Is he here? To the party. Yes. Colin, can you do Colin a push up on arrived. air for us? Gentlemen, greetings. I was just going to pop on and watch the end of this one, but I guess I can hop in here. That sounds good. Is it safe to say that we hit 15K today, gentlemen? Can we say that on here? Yes, you can say that. Yeah, I mean, by the time this episode airs, we'll be pushing 2,000 probably. Mm. Excuse me. uh, (laughs) We've lost (laughs) listeners. Okay. (laughs) It's like one million. (laughs) Dominique, you're actually on at a very special time because we just reached 15,000 downloads. And we're very, very excited about that. So, cool, awesome stuff. All right, Colin's gonna sleep. Enough about about Colin. However many we're at. All right, who's up, Todd? Yes, I'm. I'm up next. So for me, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. (laughs) Yeah, that's it. So number three for number three for me, uh, I'm gonna go with Mr. Vincent Edward Bo Jackson. Probably of all these guys, he was my favorite to watch throughout college and even as a pro athlete, you know, uh, was a two, two sports star. Uh, he got the name Bo because his family called him wild boar and they shortened that to Bo. Uh, he was the eighth of nine kids, you know, so way down the line there. Uh, but man just won the Heisman holds the record still at Auburn for runs, runs of over 90 yards from scrimmage. Uh, he has two of those played there from 82 to 85. And man, one game had like 20 carries, 256 yards. And one of my probably one of my favorite marketing campaigns of all time was the Bo Nose campaign from the 90s. Oh, uh, yeah. Man, I love that. 
I remember going to the store and buying a box set of of cars just so I could get the black and white Bo Jackson card with him with the shoulder pads on and the bat over his shoulder. And then unfortunately in 94 had a hip injury that uh, ended his career, but man, what a great athlete, you know, to be able to, to compete in, in baseball and in football at such a high level, you got to have a lot of respect for that. So Bo Jackson at number two for me. I remember the Bo nose. Like my dad had a tank top that he used to wear growing up. He had a lot of chest hair, so it was kind of awkward, a lot of taco meat. But it was like <laughs> Bo nose. You know, he was rocking it. So I, I hope he still has that. I'm going to ask him because I'd like to wear it too. Take on that too. I also have meat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and all those other stats I've, I mentioned. This is the one that Christian will care the most about. He did have a guest appearance on Married with Children. Shut up. Point. Yes, so I know you don't care about the stats. The marriage. <laughs> Al Bundy. Like that. That's a stat I like to hear, Todd. Very good pick. Very good pick. Also coming in on my number two, another great minds think alike, Todd. Uh, number two for me was also from the University of Auburn or Auburn University, Mr. Bo Jackson. Fun fact also coming from the deep cut, Bo was selected as a second-round prospect to the Yankees, but instead decided to – play football at Auburn, where he obviously succeeded as Todd, the pod god, has described already. <laughs> so number two for me, Bo Jackson. I'll be honest, Jared. I thought you were going to say Bo Nix for a minute there, but I'm, <laughs> He's I'm <a> glad. Quarterback. <laughs> He's, He's a quarterback. He's a quarterback. I know, but like in my mind, I was just headed to, to Bo Nix. Wait, and he's also <laughs> in Oregon now. What are you talking about? Don't worry about me. It's after 10. I can say what I want. Yeah, you're right. My bad. <laughs> Enzyme, just to kind of piggyback right there. Yeah, so he told his mom that he he promised his mom that he would be the first person from the family to go to college. And so that's why he did not play for the Yankees. But listen, third, third time's a charm, guys. I got Bo Jackson in my number two running back overall as well. How about that? And Solid. How about listen, that? Yep, 1962, man, born in Alabama, just an absolute animal. Guys, arguably the best natural athlete of all time, right? Just an absolute machine, guys. I, I love his his 30 for 30 called You Don't Know Bo. Man, you, you just get so many people that just are – admirers of of Bo and what he stands for guys this is a crazy story so he got drafted first in the NFL draft back in 1986 by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers prior to getting drafted by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers they told him that if they come that if he were to come and visit some kind of campus or something of the Buccaneers that the NCAA would allow it but the NCAA did not allow it therefore he was not allowed to play his senior year of baseball Okay. He was un he was ineligible. And so he, he he vowed, I will not sign with the Buccaneers. I will not play a down for the Buccaneers if they draft me first. They didn't care. They drafted him first. He said, I don't care. I'm not playing for you. And he didn't. He never did sign with the Buccaneers. They wasted that draft pick. He ended up signing with the Royals for three years for a million bucks back in 1986. How about that? Million bucks, 1986. And um, then, obviously, after after that, he ended up going to the Raiders. Al Davis loved him, and you know that's how we that's how we remember Bo Jackson now, right? Is is just a Raider and a Royal. Never as a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. I actually learned that just through my research. But number two, Bo Jackson. Bo knows. 
Love that. He also, in 1983, rushed for 256 yards on 20 carries against Alabama. That is an average of 12.8 yards a carry. I'm I'm pretty sure that that he he still leads the SEC all-time in average yards per carry at 6.6. I don't doubt that one bit. Love it. Great pick. All right, y'all. Number one. All right, here we are, guys. Rank of the impossible. Top five running backs. Who would have thought? But here we are at number one. Everybody that listens to the pod knows me. Big USC Trojan guy. I'm going to go ahead and say it. Give this guy his Heisman trophy back. Okay, so he was with USC from 03 to 05. National champion in 03 and 04. Heisman Award winner in 05 that he had to vacate. Gets drafted number two overall in 2006 to the Saints, where he won a Super Bowl. All this guy does is win. The cool thing is he's actually a year older than me. So this is like one of the first guys that I'm like, oh, cool. Like, we jive together. We would have been in high school together. If I would have gone to USC, we would have hung out together, gone to parties. Maybe had the same girlfriends, Kim, Chloe, whoever, whatever. It's cool. You sound like somebody else we know. (laughs) Colin. I'm just kidding. (laughs) anyways guys listen it's none other than reggie bush usc trojans fight on baby when we said we were gonna do this he was my number one okay and that was everybody else was gonna fall in line behind him you know at six foot tall 205 you know scrappy dude so fast Love that USC team, man. There was just something special about it. I've got, I mentioned earlier, autographed helmets, photographs, paintings, you name it, the whole nine. I'm going to have my own little USC corner whenever I get a house big enough with the man cave in it. Ladies and gentlemen, Reggie Bush, numero uno. Hey, tell him about that deep cut secret, right? Like the secret to his game. After that first carry, he would just vomit all over the football right <laughs> and then that would just freak yeah. the defense out they're like oh my yeah. gosh right and it was a wrap just dominated yeah, i think he was like downing a baconator or something probably <laughs> like before it was cool <laughs> yeah all right about that. <laughs> but um for my number one i'm gonna go i mean with my favorite football player of all time barry sanders um hey you know, he, he was behind Thurman Thomas for those two years, but that one year when he, when he was the guy, I mean, had crazy numbers, two, over 2,000 yards, uh, Heisman winner. He was number three overall. Yeah, number three overall draft pick. And, I mean, just the film, again, speaks for itself. I love that. Dominique, you know, you've talked about a lot of your influences you know, I mean, he's your guy, though, right? Like, Barry. Yeah, yeah that's all. Awesome. Favorite football player of all the time. I love that. Yeah, don't let Enzyme disrespect you, boy. You know, I saw you about come through that computer screen earlier, <laughs> and he was being that was disrespectful. When he was right. being disrespectful to Barry Sanders, Dominique was like, oh, son, man, if I had him right now. <laughs> Sorry, man. Number one for me, I'm going to go, you know, Christian, I love Hollywood a lot. And obviously uh, we're going to go back out to the West Coast and I'm going to take Reggie Bush at number one. Let's go, Todd. I don't really have anything that hasn't already been said other than I did find this one crazy stat that in the game he had 513 all-purpose yards 
284 yards rushing, 68 yards receiving, and 151 yards return return yards. Um, so, man, crazy, right? A lot, most teams don't don't have that many yards, and so uh, <laughs> to, for him to amass that many yards is is wild. He when he won the Heisman, he had 784 votes to Vince Young's 79, so one in a in a landslide against Vince Young, who was a pretty good football player himself. And so, man, Reggie Bush, just so much fun to watch him play. Uh, you did say he wins everywhere he went. He did not win when he was with the Dolphins, though. So, but he was with the uh, Dolphins. So, if it's not the seventies, which maybe that trend changes, I hope so. Right, hope so. Yeah, this year, right, this year. <laughs> That's right. But anyway, uh, Reggie Bush at number one for me. Solid pick. Can't go wrong with that's Reg. so Todd because he's so Hollywood. That's right, definitely. All right, guys, coming in at number one for me. This is probably I used to watch this guy play. I think personally that this running back is a very underrated running back. He holds the all-time rushing yard. He's he holds the most rushing yards in NCAA history at 7215. This guy had multiple 2000-yard seasons and his first one was his freshman year. A very big back. He just he was downhill all the time. He had very good vision. He found the hole, and when he hit that hole, he hit it so quickly that a linebacker was dead in the water and could not react to it. And every time he made contact, he would bowl you over. The most underrated running back that I think, and number one pick for me out of the University of Wisconsin, Mr. Ron Dane. How about a great pick on my country floor? Oh, yeah. That's a great pick. I mean, when that, I was like, he was like, he was an inspiration lie. for me. Ron Dane inspired me just the way that he ran. I was never that large ever, and I mean, I might be now, but but it's all flat <laughs> and hanging off. Um, but you know, I was a teeny tiny running back, and I always wanted to be that guy. But every time I got hit, I got like two or three steps, and then they pulled me over. And uh, that's a great pick. And unique fact is uh, your dad's name's Ron as well, right? It is <laughs> another it is. connection to the running back. <laughs> it's oh, just meant to be. Hey, oh, good, man. good pick. Obviously considered. I think he, I think Ricky Williams was able to hold the all-time rushing yard NCAA rushing yard record for one year because I'm pretty sure Dane took it over in '99 after Ricky Williams was gone. So a uh, short-lived record for sure. Guys, you know where I'm going with number one. I think I'm the only one that has not mentioned C.J. Spiller. I take that back. Jared did not put C.J. Spiller on his list. But, man, I'm going, C- I'm going with C.J. Spiller, guys. Nothing left to be said. Listen, I think everybody remembers how excited you were when Dabo somehow went to Lake Butler and pulled C.J. out of Florida. And he made that surprise announcement. Everybody thought, I guess, he was going to Florida State. Decided he was coming to Clemson. Everybody's pumped. I remember so vividly when Clemson first hosted game day. It was against Georgia Tech. Clemson's wearing all purples. C.J. Spiller with the nastiest juke I ever saw in my life. <laughs> Took it down the sideline. Y'all remember that? Oh, you know yeah. I'm talking about? The I run. Totally forget. Oh, yeah. Listen, just absolutely filthy. Just dude's drawers still out there on – the field <laughs> got doo doo on them too, and then we got a and then we, <laughs> like the dude from Florida, right? Right. Yeah. 
But then we get to relive that same excitement of when he actually came to Clemson when he decided to say for his senior year. Couldn't believe it. Oh, yeah. Right. right. We couldn't yeah. believe it. You got to be kidding me. He's staying for his senior year. I mean, he was not polarizing in the least. Everybody loves C.J. Spiller. Everybody still loves C.J. Spiller. Hadn't heard a single negative thing ever about C.J. Spiller. And then he gets drafted by the Bills. All of a sudden, everybody's Bills fans, right? right I mean, right. everybody. Buffalo Bills, because who else was playing for the Bills at that time? Sammy was playing for the Bills. Not yet. Not, not yet. yet. But it, Sammy not was yet. coming later. And then Shaq anyway. Lawson. So the Clemson. Shaq Lawson, there, that's right. right. Yeah, I mean, just the train going through Buffalo. But uh, snowstorm, by the way, this weekend. Watch out. Um, <laughs> good thing anyways. Thurman Thomas wasn't there. Oh, that's right. That's right. He, uh, that's right, because then he would be playing second fiddle just like Barry Sanders, right? Well, Anyways. you know, Thurman did play at Buffalo, so oh, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so let me just say yeah. this to your point, Kevin, about you know, we all thought like CJ was going to Florida State. I have nightmares where like CJ Spiller is in a Florida State uniform, or like <laughs> Travis Etienne is in an LSU uniform, or like Sammy Watkins is in a Florida Gators uniform. Like those are guys that we like Clemson didn't pull that, you know, back in the day, right? So like when you got guys like CJ Spiller, like I mean, Clemson's on the map and they're here to stay and it's because of guys like CJ. And so, I mean, that's, he is well-deserving of, of being on all our list. So I love that. Jared, you're forgiven. Yeah. Such a Jared, that's <laughs> disrespectful, man. I mean, come on, son. Such that a high character weird. guy too, you know, and, and he really made, started the trend of players coming to Clemson, right? He, he made it cool to, to come to Clemson for those five-star guys and, you know, I've heard Dabo even talk about and give credit to him and some of those guys from the late, you know, 2008, 2009, 2010, 11, you know, those guys coming there because they, they started a trend which has carried on to today and, and you know, got us a couple of natties along the way. I right bet now. he came there because he used to watch Terry Allen run the ball. Possibly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Possibly. Dominique, your thoughts? Um, yeah, I actually asked Coach Spiller why he – chose to come to Clemson over the schools in Florida, like Miami, Florida, and Florida State. And he told me on all of his visits, like Clemson, he just had that feeling. Like he said, his uncles and some of his older cousins had told him, like, when you go on your visits, you'll know, like, when it's the place for you. And then he said he went to all of his other visits. And Clemson was his last official visit. And Coach Sweeney, he told me Coach Sweeney actually made him sign a business card, like signature it and say, I see Jess Spiller will visit Clemson. So he came up to Clemson and uh yeah, he said he just got that family feeling and he fell in love with Clemson. Sweet man. Love what that. a story. What a story. And um it's it's something that all of us Clemson fans certainly appreciate about cj just being open to that whole recruiting process well listen man we are running out of time and i hate to end it so abruptly but man it was an honor to have you on the power five podcast tell everybody where they can find you on social media man which one you're most active on and um listen we just wish you all the best the rest of the way yeah, absolutely this year you got another game or two left man uh when this thing airs so thank you so much again for coming on and and like i said just tell the people where they can find you yeah, thank y'all for having me. And um, my Instagram is neek.thomas, N-I-Q-U-E.thomas. And then, yeah, that's just – that's the one I'm most active on. I don't, I don't use Twitter that much. So. Sound, sounds good, man. Neek.thomas20 
on Instagram, man. You guys look him up and pull for him and obviously look for the number 20 on the sidelines. And uh, big go Tigers the rest of the way. We all are definitely pulling for you and, and lots of our listeners are too. Thank you for joining us, all of our listeners. We really appreciate you tuning in this week. Don't forget, we're putting out episodes over on Patreon as well. Exclusive content, drafts, Colin singing. I mean, Hats. it doesn't get any better than that. Stickers. If you want to do it. Yep. Stickers, hats, 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 merch. Stickers, shirts, merch, all of it. Come see us over there. But if not, that's cool too. We'll be coming in the inbox every Monday. So uh, until then. Say good night, Kevin. <laughs>